0: By taking a look at uh, SNP's commitment to keep our credit rating on hold for the next two years what does this mean? Yes, Sukina, you know, I think before the budget speech, there was a lot of concern around uh, where South Africa's credit rating is going, and you know, particularly from uh, S&P and Fitch, you, who uh, have us one notch above junk status and triple B minus. So, you know, uh, there's a lot of pundits or a lot of market commentators who are saying that, uh, you know, South Africa is in trouble because uh, we, you know, we're still structurally faced with some significantly uh, challenging uh, economic problems. Um, and, you, you know, if we get downgraded one or not will be on junk status, and as a result of that, our cost of borrowing will really skyrocket. Now, you know, I think uh, Minister Nklanko did a fairly good job at the budget speech, you know, he delivered a really prudent speech, and uh, he spoke the right language of cutting back on government spending and raising uh, revenue through increasing certain taxes and uh, cutting the budget deficits over the medium to long term, you know, which I think was the, the, the right message to send out, and it certainly, I think, did enough to keep uh, agencies that paid for a while. You know, we saw S&P announcing uh, just uh, yesterday that, uh, they get, that, that they've committed to keeping South Africa's credit rating, uh, where it is for the next two years, um, basically reaffirming their stable outlook on the South African sovereign credit rating. So, you know, I think that's good news that uh, we're not going to get downgraded to junk by S&P for the next two years. Um, you know, I don't, I don't see any reason why Fitch wouldn't follow suit um, after the budget speech delivered. And they're really giving the South African National Treasury and uh, Minister Nene some time to get South Africa's finances in order and some time for their plans to see growth filter through and to see government debt uh, to GDP stabilizing and uh, the... Uh, the the budget deficit uh, d- declining. So, you know, I think it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a thing of giving them some sort of credibility um, and, and, and waiting and seeing how their plan plays out. Uh, but having said that, you know, I think uh, Moody's, we, we might get a downgrade from Moody's this year. We still on a negative outlook there. But having said that, uh, Moody's rates us one notch above where Fitch and uh, S&P rates us. So, you know, a, a downgrade from from. From Moody's would simply uh, place us on the same rating as the other two major ratings agencies. Mm. And uh, business confidence, those numbers came out yesterday. What uh, did we see there, Nadir? Yeah, we saw a slight decline in in, in business confidence for uh, month on month to 49 index points. And, you know, it's a real pity, Sakina, because uh, all components of business confidence seem to be ticking upwards. You know, uh, retail business confidence seems to be going upwards. um, And that's really on the back of... uh, the lower oil prices and, uh, and, and, and a consumer in a slightly better position as a result of uh, lower inflation. Um, and, you know, we, we, we saw, but we just saw this massive drag on business confidence because of uh, the electricity constraints. Now, you know, we've mentioned this time and time again on your show, but uh, the ESCOM is really, really holding back the South African economy, you know, and I think it's of utmost importance that we get the energy crisis resolved. And uh, we saw indications of that come through both in the state of the nation as well as the budget speech and uh, let's hope they can deliver on that you know we see plan, we we hearing stories of ESCOM, at least wanting to sell back 450 megawatts of power to, of gas generated power to ESCOM Um, You know, we see a couple of good news stories about MADUPI Unit 6 starting to to supply at first lots of uh, power to the grid. So, you know, I think uh, at the end of the day, it's it's really hampering the South African economy and really hampering our our economic growth, which is already weak. Um, And it was reflected in in, in how businesses are feeling and how confident businesses are feeling in reinvesting into the South African economy as well. So let's hope that crisis can be resolved as urgently as possible. And we also saw first-rand interim results coming out yesterday. Yeah, I mean it was a great set of numbers, wasn't it? We saw headline earnings up twenty four percent. We saw return on equity. Um, we, we saw uh, at least uh, we saw return on equity reaching somewhere around twenty four percent. You know, and we saw all three divisions—first Rand West Bank and uh, RMB—you know—increase headline earnings. So, uh, and and we saw the group boost its dividends by um, by by twenty one percent to ninety three cents a share. Um, and you know, overall, we see a really good story coming out of First Rand. You know, they really are the leaders in the banking space. In fact, we've seen uh, all the banks release uh, results more recently and we've seen uh, FNB uh, or First Rand has been b- by far the best bank. You know, we saw here uh, Standard Bank only growing headline earnings by 1%, return on equity 14%, that's almost half or at least return on equity 13%, that's almost half what the return on equity at First Rand is. Um, we saw uh, Abso release results recently and they. Uh, earnings was up just 5%. So, and, and, and you know, that, and their earnings was really only up 5% on the fact that credit impairments had really bottomed. Now, you know, you'd have to expect those to go up once interest rates start going up, and, uh, you know, that would put pressure on, 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 on Barclays' results. But, you know, first round, it seems to be a completely different story. You know, they seem to be growing their lending book. They seem to be gaining uh, market share. They seem to be making headway in Africa with uh, Africa the revenue from Africa up somewhere around 15%. Um, they, seem to be, they, they seem to be growing their non-interest fees with non-interest fees going up about 10%. So all in all it's a great story to be told by First Rand, you know, And I, but I think at the end of the day that's also been reflected in the share price uh, with the, obviously First Rand running ahead of the rest of the banking index by quite some way but despite all the, the good results announcement yesterday Sakina we still saw the share sell off in excess of 2%. Now the reason for that is still the fact that uh, the foreigners are really um, dumping emerging markets on expectations of U.S. interest rates going up and what, we, which, what we've been talking about for the last two days and why equity markets have been coming under pressure. So I think, uh, you know, despite the fantastic results, we still – the foreign ownership in, in First Rand is, is, is really high, particularly because the return on equity is so good and because their earnings delivery has been so good, um, the foreigners have loved the banks. So So as a result of that, when we see big foreign selling coming into our markets, you know, despite that good news, we still saw the share price tumble.